All right. Hey, y'all. It is grab your wallet time. Uh, we've been having fun doing this show. We love you guys for supporting us. Those of you that don't support us, patreon.com is where you go give us the money to get us to these people or beers to these people so we can interview them. And John's got some t-shirts. So that's on stealthisbeer.com slash merch. Check that out. Either way, thanks for playing along. Can't believe we get away with this every week, Monday at five. about beer over beer by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. All right. Hey, y'all. It's five o'clock on Monday and we are stealing beer. I'm Augie Carton. Oh, Anybody hi. Seen John Hall. Oh, hey, I'm right John here. Hall. I'm here. How are you, pal? Present. I'm doing all right. I'm uh, I'm excited to be here. I'm I'm actually very excited to be here. The weird thing about this COVID thing that we need to we need to figure out going forward as we loosen up is how to keep some aspect of this phone stuff going on because we have Lisa Allen of Heater Allen on this show with us and right. waiting for her to come to New York was already six years in the waiting. And somehow we're just having a show with her now. So yes. hi, Lisa. Thanks for joining us. And Kennedy, thanks for finally adding some value here and getting <laughs> a, a great brewer. Thanks. Augie. <laughs> uh, finally, after have, six years, <laughs> finally, after six years, right. doing one more show with Scott Wells, uh, <laughs> we get Lisa Allen. Hey, Lisa, thanks, thanks for, for joining me. us. It's yeah. a real honor to have you here. Um, I'm going to give some context to everybody before we go into you, what you do and how you're important, because you're actually super important to the show and you probably don't know it. And you're super important to Carton Brewing and you definitely don't know that. But um, when we were brand new at this show six years ago, one of our first trips was out to the greater Portland area for one of the craft brewers conferences. And we did a show. And who brought on Heater Allen Pilsner? Who was it? So Jeff Allworth, yeah. as I like to say, Aylworth. But Jeff Allworth um, brings on your beer. And I adored it. And Carton was probably in its third year at the time. And we were only making one lager. And we were only making it for one restaurant. And that was because I wanted to make one. But the world had convinced me you couldn't be a craft brewer and make lagers. And that Pilsner at that thing changed my entire outlook. And it was lovely. It's gorgeous. It's so pretty. And in my head, I was like, well, Portland's such a mature area. When we're mature enough, I'll get to switch to making more of this kind of beer. Are so you, why don't you, you a talk lager about brewery now? No, but you know, we make a shit. <laughs> so, so, so if, if, if Heater Allen starts me on the it's okay to make more lagers, just make them well, Ashley and Beerstadt convinces me it's fine to make lagers, just make them right. So yeah. the, the two the two of you guys over 10 years made me comfortable with I now have a tank that's just always full of lager. And I think that's okay for us now. But anyway, talk to us about Heater Allen, its position, how it's the lager brewery, about the maturity of Portland when you take over as head brewer, just catch everybody else up on these slices that don't happen on the show in the last six years so that we're 
you know, square on what we're talking about. Yeah, so um, at Heater Allen, so we started in 2007. Um, and at the time, we're just like started as a nano brewery. So, and I should give a little background. The brewery um, was started by my dad. So it's a family brewery. Um, and uh, we, I think he started in mind just kind of, he was a nano brewery to start with to test to see if there was a market for loggers. Um, in the Portland area, because obviously, I mean, everyone was just IPA, 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 which is still kind of the case. But, <laughs> not yeah, but you guys also had much. those weird motherfuckers like Cascade, right? Like the sourest yeah. beer in the universe came from. Bayou. Yeah, I feel like they came on maybe slightly, late, but it was kind of probably right around the same time that we okay. that we started. But um, yeah, so it was like a year and he was like, I have to get a bigger system or, <laughs> or get out of the business. So, um, got a bigger system. So clearly there was a market for loggers. Um, and then I actually started at the brewery at the end of 2009. Um, okay. and I came from the wine industry, uh, oh, bless your heart for a little bit of my background. <laughs> Thought I would go well, back there to goes wine. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So forget Pilsner. Let's talk about wine. I'm just kidding, John. Go on. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think uh, and there were a couple of people, I think, when my dad first started that were kind of like, you're not going to make it with just doing loggers and, you know, charging craft beer prices for loggers because people are just going to, you know, they're going to buy Coors or Budweiser, they're going to buy those big brands. Um, and I think he kind of slowly, you know, changed the way people thought about that. Um, he definitely did the way I thought about it. Go on. Yeah. And now I think that Portland is known. Um, and then short, I mean, shortly after in 2008 too, in the Northwest, you have Chuck and Nut that started. Um, and so clearly yeah, well there and was, money, yeah yeah room for room for loggers in in the in the craft beer biz and i think you know now i think a lot of breweries saw um with the success that we had with um with our pilsner essentially is oh shit i i need to make a pilsner too um and in portland it's very common it's uh at bars and such like that you see uh bars have like two main tap handles and it's an IPA and a Pilsner. So, uh, you know, and now, now there's like a lot of breweries that make, you know, more than just a Pilsner make other lagers as well. Um, but I definitely think that, you know, we had an influence and a good influence on, um, on the lager brewing in the Portland area. I think that people, you know, you can't, we were making really high quality loggers, so you can't have a brewery out there just making a shit product. You know, they had to kind of step up their game if they're going to release a Pilsner into the market. So, well, let's let's talk about that because, so obviously, memory is memory, and fond memories are far worse than than bad memories. But in my mind, it was kind of, kind of like Keller beer hazed, so beautifully sweet on the aromics aromatics so dry on the finish and it was in like this 50 gallon bottle of you know like <laughs> like it should be a you know at robin hood's banquet table in an errol flynn movie so i'm sure none of that's accurate but i just remember adoring it and like i said in my head it holds 
it holds this massive tankard space in my head. But so talk to us about the growth from one barrel to whatever you are now, packaging, what's changed, what's happening. You know what I mean? So how does that evolve for you? Yeah. So we um so when we went from we went from a nano system to a seven barrel uh brew system. And then uh from there uh evolved up to a what we brew on now, which is a 15 barrel system. Um we've always been uh done a step mash, um, which I think is very important in the making of loggers. Um, and, uh, <laughs> oh, and then with bottles, yeah, we went from being- But I'm only like, massive <laughs> bottles, bottles as big as my chest, right? Like massive, <laughs> these these glorious bottles of lager. They were so, anyway. Well, we were, we were just in the standard, like, 22 ounce, you know, that everyone was. <laughs> Well, uh, see, my my memory makes it much grander. <laughs> it was such a good it, beer. There, there's like a thing though in in, in Oregon right now where uh, there's a handful of brewers that are doing what the 500 ml bottles. It's the returnable ones. Yeah, and we we actually were in we weren't in the returnable ones, but we were in 500 ml bottles for a while. Which, in all honesty, that is my ideal. If I had my way, yeah, we would still be in them. I think they're. I mean, the returnable ones. I'm not a huge fan of the design. It's like really kind of unfortunate they went with the design they did because I like it's a cool. It's a really cool concept, but um, it's just like it's it looks a little clunky. Um, and we the bottles that we were in were more kind of the traditional. Uh, German looking bottles and they're these beautiful bottles, but American consumers are all about the cans. So yeah, we went. Which is such a cans. weird thing to say because six years ago, nobody would have agreed with you. So it's no, just... but it's a hopeful thing to say. So 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 Lisa, how far do you guys push? Like I know Portland drinks all of Portland's beer and it never gets out of there, but how oh, far? Man. Like, what's the closest to New Jersey I can find a heater out of those? Portland, Oregon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's not We're beyond in. that. So so you know that the can is kind of hopeful because I would never ask somebody to mail me that that, you know, that tankard bottle that's in my memory. Oh, yeah. But a can, a can, I'll be like, you know what, Albert, throw it in a throw it in a thing with a pack of ice and just get it out here overnight if you could, please. And that's a little more hopeful for me. Yeah, we do. And we do occasionally. Um, we started working during the pandemic when everyone had to shift we started um sending some beer to Tabor um okay and they send stuff all over the country but um they uh and at first they were taking pills but they haven't lately so um we've been I don't think I don't think loggers move particularly good <laughs> through that that, that, that that's <laughs> that site only strikes me as like where the barley wine set gets their stuff yeah. from well i'm sure yeah. i'm sure you can imagine that they reach out to us constantly and they make all these promises and all this shit and then you talk to other people like you and and there's no way you know obviously i'm a businessman now in the last three months and i have to do business so i won't say i'll never do take but the fact that to me they don't know how to say hey we're the people that can get you heater alan pilsner says that they're not actually good at beer you yeah. know what i mean like i'm sorry tavor and if Brian or Justin was setting up a big sponsorship with you, sorry, I blew that up. But you know what I mean? If, if, if all they can do is like, Hey, we can sell any beer with a 96 on untapped to the same 22 guys in their mother's basements. How does that make beer better? I, I like, 
how do you fuck up? Hey, we can get you Peter Allen Pilsner line up. I, I don't get it. Anyway, sorry, I digress. Um, so <laughs> now you're in cans. Um, yeah, yep. I told you, I told you these beers are going right to my head today, John. It's straight off the bike, no food. No, it's fine. Um, I imagine that Lisa has things that she wants to say, but you know. But better if I talk. Better yeah. if I talk. You, think, you think everybody likes it better when I talk? I mean, why she's got, she's why got don't you finish contract. the sentence I just cut off? She's anyway, got a signed contract. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Tabur, why don't you tell us that we can get Heater Allen pills so that, like, you know, maybe I would actually yeah. sign up for it. Fix the world. Anyway, go on, Lisa. So, <laughs> so well, in cans, say, where are we at? I was going to say we are in, we also, so we sell to, um, kind of western washington so the seattle area and california we can be found throughout california um and then obviously the portland area so that's fantastic <laughs> no that's perfect because um, i can make it to seattle seattle yeah. seattle pulls me out there every now and then and i didn't know i could look for it there yeah um so besides the pilsner that clearly changed my world actually we should talk about glass one shouldn't we yes we should. and what's what's funny is i love I can I can segue. So so what I came home with after drinking your Pilsner, Lisa, was that that I, I started making the little hells we would make in the small batch for ourselves. We started making putting cans, and we basically put this big speech on the side, inspired by you guys. It was in a perfect world. Every <laughs> town, every town has this little has their. We, ours is a hell's not a pilsner but has a one of these beers it's made by their local brewery for the neighborhood for anybody who's just painted their fucking bathroom and <laughs> wants a good beer so this is one for your town and convince your brewery to make you one of these and that was completely inspired by you guys and your thing and what's funny is i feel like i might be drinking that beer like this this tastes to me like a super does, do you have at least do you have this beer did Which Justin one? get it to you? The the first beer three will be the one you're drinking. A can. Oh. oh, I haven't. Yeah, I, I can All open right. it now. I haven't. Open I it haven't. up. Start oh. sipping on it while John okay. and I talk about it. So it brings us together. I'll steal this beer as a candid conversation of beer. What it is, not what we thought it would be. What it's doing, not what we were told it would do. And how much we're enjoying it. And the first beer in my glass tastes spot on like a hell's to me. It's got that little tiny bit of sulfur. Yeah. Some pretty sweetness in the malt finishes up pretty clean with just a touch of oiliness and it's got great lager ferment character without any of the super bad things going on i i wouldn't be surprised if this was my beer but i don't put that beer in a in a 12 ounce i put mine in a 12 ounce so i know it's not that i, I i'll i'll agree with just about everything that you said except for there there's something that is a little it, it verges just a little too watery for me and just sort of falls not, not even flat, but just the slightest bit limp. Um, you're, you're, I, 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 the way that you're describing this is, you know, as a, like a gift from the heavens and no, 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 no. Just a lovely beer to drink when you're sweaty. Okay. I, I for, for me, like it, it, it's there, but just a little, I just need like a little bit more of there there. But that said, I'm I'm going to finish this entire can. So yeah, yeah sure. like this is this is like how hot is it out there, Lisa? It's super hot out here on the on the east uh, coast. We actually had some really hot weather for us this time of year earlier this week. Which, but it's which actually is, what is hot for you? 
Yeah, it was like, I mean, for June, usually June in Oregon is we like joke that it's called January because it's usually cloudy and crappy. <laughs> and, um, but like Tuesday, Wednesday, we're like in the 90s, which is like really wow. hot, especially this time yeah. of year. So, and today it's cooled down. I, I think we're just supposed to have a high of like 68. So. Okay. That's right, so how's the spirit striking you? Want. Yeah. It's, it's nice. So, um, yeah, it's nice. I, it has, I think it has good carbonation. Um, gonna take another sip. I, yeah, um, don't rush. Don't rush. Yeah, John, I can see, I can see your body complaint, but mm -hmm. I think it's okay. I mean, you know what I mean? Like you don't want these to be north of five and it feels like it's somewhere around somewhere lower than that. Sure, right? so but I'm, I also I'm think that there, no, but I also think that you can have a five percent ABV and still have a little bit more oomph there, a little bit more. No, no, I think I think this is more, lower yeah. than five, is what I'm saying. Like, okay, well, you know that you know the beer I'm talking about, John. You know this town. This town is spot on five, and you know yeah, no, the way I, it feels I, in your I, mouth. I drink it regularly. So what I'm saying, yeah. yeah, I know, but what I'm saying is, you know how that feels, and what I'm saying is, this just feels half a tick or a tick lower than that. You know what I mean, like. Maybe you just like five. Maybe you're a bud guy. I was a Miller Lite guy. So for me, this is this is a fine body. Okay. You know what I mean? Again, if if I was if I showed up at somebody's party, if I showed up at, you know, like a backyard, you know, christening or something, like whatever it is, and somebody was like, Hey, this is the house beer for the for the afternoon, I'd be like, cool. And yeah. I I good go on for you. it all. I, yeah. Yeah, the only thing that's going to piss me off, off is if this is high life. Um. <laughs> I, I, has, has anybody done that to us on the show? Yeah, didn't Dorosky do it Greg to Dorosky us? Brought in high life. Was I on that show? Uh, I think so. It was. Oh, to... th those were back in the days before this was your best endeavor. That's true. <laughs> My longest running employment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lisa, yeah, have you had time to sip on it now? Let's go back to you. Where are you at? Yeah, I think it um, has a really nice aroma. I actually would say I agree with John in the fact. I think it it could use a little bit more, um, a touch more body. I think the, Thanks, the, hop, the hops kind of finish, like a touch um, on the harsh end, just like at like kind of, you know, at the end of my, at like at the finish, finish is a mm -hmm. little, finish is a little harsh, but I mean, it's not a beer that I would be upset with like drinking. Like, I think it's very nice, very drinkable. If I'm like, this is like me being persnickety, <laughs> you know, that, that cuts, that cuts me deeply. So you agreed with John Hall instead of me, that cuts me right, but, but here, but I might like, quit the show now, but it's still very, <laughs> like, very drinkable. about a locker. I feel like it's, yeah, you know, she's allowed. Yeah. There's like four people and she's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I do Fair like that enough. it has like a little bit of that sulfur note too, to it. I like, yeah. I like that in, in lagers. So. Yeah. I, it's, it's funny when you try to explain to people that it, it can go too far, but it should be there. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 no. Nothing should ever smell like eggs and you're like oh a little tiny bit really yeah. little, tiny bit is actually little tiny bit is really kind of nice no gross farts <laughs> like that's it's you know maybe anyway so let's so let's it let this segue into, us into yeah. what else you do besides heater allen pilsner do you 
like are you a logger you make a hells like this do you do you oh wait justin i'm sorry is this a hell i was gonna say should, should, this we, know, a milk should stout. we know what this if is this is know? a milk stout i'm fucked but no, i'm completely are, committed you guys are spot on this is ketzer lager from duchess ales we've had duchess on the show mike mezzani um it's a franconia inspired hellas keller beer the hops are pearl hollertow middle fruit and saphir all right nice. I've had this. And before. what's the yeah, ABV? Like what's the ABV? 4.8. 4.8. I love this beer. That's why I sent it to you guys. Well, I want you to call Justin, them and say Justin that Kennedy Augie approved. loved it and John got Lisa Allen to say it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So I still really like it. We all loved it. We all loved it. I'm just being. We liked it. We liked it. Yeah, the label's pretty yeah. cool, too. So What's the label look like? Peel off your aluminum foil. <laughs> ah, I'm walking around. <laughs> All right, hold on. All right. Is it a mesh paddle maze? Do you have to get to the middle of it? Maybe. I don't know. This is bad radio, guys. Let's get back to it. Sorry. Okay. All right, let's get back. So now. Lisa, what uh, besides Pilsner, what are you guys brewing? Are they all lagers? Have you made a marshmallow fluff lager yet? How's that going? Oh, no, no, never. <laughs> um, yeah, so we primary, I would say 99% of what we do is lagers. We do make a Kolsch style ale and um, we make an alt. Um, we're also, uh, we didn't make it last year, but we're going to make our Bavarian uh, style Hef um coming up soon so but everything else other than that is loggers um yeah and, I mean, and how much of your quite, prediction how much of your production is Peter Allen Pilsner um I would say uh probably about 70 percent I think yeah so yeah huge, how, but how chunk. much of your production is Heater Allen Rauchbach <laughs> <laughs> Too, too little, too little. Actually, we brewed, and, and we all brewed seriousness. our yeah. brewed our Rauk hell yesterday. So. Oh, yeah. God um, damn it! Are, do we have is any is anybody in Campfire Rauk, whatever the fuck you're calling it, this week on the West Coast? Camp, Camp Rauk beer? Oh yeah, whatever. Like, there's 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 a whole segment of of folks all right. Who, so who love so Camp fi- finally add some fucking value from Campfire Rauk and get us that. Okay. But here, here's what I'm curious about, though, of making a traditional uh, Hefeweizen. Like, Widmer Brothers got on the map with their Hefe. And yeah. these days, I, you, you can't find it. And I've told a story about going to like the Widmer's 30th birthday party, and AB was trying to push Kona down everybody's throat, and they didn't even have Widmer Hefe like, anywhere to, to, to be seen, like, which was criminal in my mind. Um, but like, does Oregon still have a fondness for like what was originally like one of the larger craft beers before AB and et cetera, et cetera. Like, is there, is there a love affair with that style in the state? Yeah. I mean, I think that, so um, the Widmere Hef you can still find, and I've actually heard that it doesn't have much of a market like outside of Oregon, but you can still find it here. I mean, there's a lot of bars that like that, especially like divey bars where that is one of their tap handles um it's uh yeah they i mean at the widmere location now in portland um i know they brew a lot of kona but i think they're primarily brewing seltzer now 
Oh, oh I don't even God. know. And I don't even know if. Uh, is it is it seltzer bison? Like what's the? <laughs> um, but yeah, it still is very. I mean, you know, it's that that would be more like you know an American style half. I think there's there's yeah. a lot of um, when I sell our Bavarian wheat, like I would people try it like when our tap room was open. Um, I would have to say like, just so you know, this is like, it's not a Widmere Hefeweizen. It's like a, it is a traditional Bavarian Hefeweizen. It is clove and banana and, you know, all of that. Um, because and, there are people who in, especially I think in Oregon that are just like, oh, half, well, that, that, that means. That's what I was trying to, that's yeah. what I was trying to yeah, like, yeah. understand. Cause I mean, that was for such a long time, especially for somebody not from Oregon, that was the quintessential Oregon beer. Yeah. Yeah. And now I think, I think that there is like the Oregon public for the most part, especially the beer drinking public is like very smart. Yeah. So when you say like, this is a traditional half of ice and people know what you're talking about for the most part now. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, and, you know, no one that, no one that's actually from Oregon lives in Oregon anymore. So, so, there's two things we need to do now, and, and Lisa, I'll let you Only two? Which, which way we go. Uh, two primarily. One, I want to talk about what it's like to take over as head brewer at a family brewery, and especially <laughs> one that's so well-established for certain things. And is it stewardship of a family tradition? Is there the want to, you know what I mean? Is it the, the zen of perfection and keeping perfection in the world? Or is there part of you that's like, fuck this, I want to... You know, I want to make Lisa Allen something. And we need to talk about beer, too. I will either talk about beer, too, and you can think about that question, or you can answer that question, and then we'll talk about beer, too. You pick which way to go. Um, I can answer that question and while I open beer, too. Ah. Um, I, I used a wine opener so I could carefully cut um, around Justin's, the Justin's tape. very careful masking tape, which says to me there's an indicator on this cap of what it may be. There's Justin, sure. so be careful. Yeah, yeah that, I did. I cut around. You would have been so proud of me, dude. Like I, <laughs> I, I did it like it was a uh, a been brewery so a brewery waxed bottle. I was like, you doing your job. Um, hey, I like to be praised for my job. Oh, wait, we're not talking about beer, too. Lisa's going to answer the question. Oh. But first, she was opening her beer to sip on it while I'm, she I misunderstood. Question. You complicated this. No, I didn't. You did with your tomfoolery. Weed ale with Earl Grey tea. So good. Lisa, on our last show. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Maybe you can get it. It's Canadian, if you can believe it's that. Canadian, which is actually um, very, it's probably closer to Oregon than it is to us. But yes. Geez. <laughs> Border wise, uh, long sigh. Um, <laughs> collective arts out of Canada did a uh, a weed ale with Earl Grey tea that kicked off the very first show today, Lisa. And it is super fucking so cool. Good. We oh, strong nice. we strongly suggest you seek it out. Highly or, recommended. Or whip okay. one up on your pilot system, as I'm going to do tomorrow. Um, <laughs> But uh, super good. Anyway, is your beer open? Can you answer the question of stewardship of family versus fuck you guys? I'm a skater. You can't tell me what to brew. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's it's kind of a little bit of both. Um, 
in a sense. So I took over officially, officially as head brewer at the beginning of 2017. Um, and cause my dad is, my dad's now, I would say like 85 to 90% retired. Um, and it's, I think that I still, I believe in what like Heater Allen, Heater Allen stands for and what I think our goal has always been, which is, um, you know, to make really good lagers that are like really well-made and, you know, not skimping on ingredients, not skimping on time, which is also an ingredient um, and making stuff that's for the most part, pretty traditional. Um, but I've also been trying to, essentially what I'm trying to do is make our product the best it can be. And um, because I mean, I have, I have technical experience from the wine industry, but I mean, I, you know, I never went to brewing school. I kind of learned by doing, and um, I'm just trying to like learn more and <laughs> learn what I can to like make our product better. Um, and there's certain things where um, not to like throw my dad under the bus at all. But oh, please, I think oh, it, no. please <laughs> do. Come on. That's good radio. Point, I think at some point he's like, I mean, this was a second career for him. So I think at some point he just like got in the motion of continuing to do things the way he had always, always done them. And um, I think, like I said, my, my goal is to make the best product I can. And so that means like, you know, changing things up, asking people questions, going and do, doing collabs, like helps a lot because you can see how other people's setup are is and like that might be how they pitch yeast or it might be like how they store their parts you know yeah <laughs> um all sorts of different things and uh so going out and kind of doing those things and i think uh my dad never really i think i think also because he was like an older guy too he never really felt comfortable kind of going and doing some of those things um being can thinking that he's you know considered an old fuddy-duddy <laughs> <laughs> but there's also got to be a bit of fear for him because when you start so small and so against you know smartness and people buy your shit and are super enthusiastic about it like i am at the top of the show there's got to be this it ain't broke don't fuck it you know what i mean like there's got to be part of that right like like Please don't. Nobody touched that. That's never been touched. And the beer kit, you know what I mean? Like, no. I will say so. <laughs> I, the one, I don't really mess with pills. I will say that. Um, that is one beer. That's if, probably good. If, yeah. If yeah. That's we, the only one I'm asking about. <laughs> if, if we change, like, if we change something about pills, it's something that we both talk about. And okay. we usually do like a trial on it where we'll do one batch and pills from brew day to when we release it is eight weeks we will yep. do one batch and like mark that batch okay this we like slightly change the hopping on and then we will you know taste it when it's finished and then be like do we want to do this like right. is it does it change the flavor profile too much does it make the flavor profile better um and that's how we kind of like you know we'll decide on that beer um, but other beers, you know, I, I will kind of mess with yeah. a little bit, but, um, I think the other thing too, and I think my dad would say this. So, 
Um, he, I think he trusts me. He knows I'm not going to do anything that's going to, you know, mess up our brand essentially. Yeah. Um, right. And he, he knows he, he has confidence in, in me as a, as a brewer and what I'm doing. And that's, I mean, that's really important too. And I think it took him a while um, to get to that point, but uh, we're actually pretty similar too. And I think I think a lot of brewers are very, uh, are kind of control freaks, <laughs> especially I think lager brewers. And so, yep. um, and, uh, and my dad and I are actually like very similar in, in a lot of ways. So, um, it works okay. And I think, yeah. like I said, I think he's, I think he has confidence that I'm this going is... to do well for the brand. Well, so. Yeah. This is dad. This is dad letting you drive on the highway, not in a parking lot at 5 a.m. <laughs> yeah. But can, can, I, can I ask about this? Though? And I know we need to talk about beer too. Um, no, we don't. Cause I have six questions. No, I do, I do too. And but you're going to make me forget them. I am. They were, they were so good. And, and here's another, good Justin, one. write this down. Collab. Um, <laughs> other collab, <laughs> collab, other collab. And I've already forgotten the third one. Oh, John, Lisa, Lisa John, doesn't have, you the, go. Lisa does, Lisa John, doesn't you have go. the patience for this. Um, John, but you the, go. You mentioned time as an ingredient, and then you said eight weeks uh, for pills. H have you messed around with six weeks, seven weeks, nine weeks, ten weeks? I, I, I know eight weeks is standard, and it and it's good. Ha have you have you messed around with it? And if so, yeah, what have you found? We have. Um, we just find so the beer. I would say the beer tastes. Um, at seven weeks, and we will sometimes if we're like, if we need to, especially because we have a lot of regular accounts, if we need to, we will sell seven week pills. Um, it still tastes good. I think the biggest problem we have is it usually hasn't dropped clear. Okay. Um, we don't, we don't find or filter our beer. Um, and so, so it's more of an aesthetic than a taste. Yeah. And okay. it, it will get, and I think because it hasn't dropped clear, you do get a little bit more um, hop character. I think it's seven week pills. Um, eight week is kind of the sweet spot. I will say because of the pandemic, we did sell quite a, quite a lot of like 10, 12 week pills. Right. Um, and it tastes really good. I think, I think a lot of the problem is, is that we just, um, we need to move tanks a little bit faster than 12 yeah. weeks. Uh, sure. And there are beers like, so we, um, I just finished brewing Bobtoberfest, which is our traditional traditional Oktoberfest Meritzen and um that you know we will release at the end of August so that gets about 12 weeks so wow um yeah I'm so psyched for that route all right so here were my three questions uh, I'm going to try to make them quick because we do have to talk about beer too will but you my please first... come to New Jersey and do a collaboration no that <laughs> that was part of it there is that invitation she said she likes to collab and I'm making a pilsner every three to six weeks these days so Lisa just, just made a really goes. excellent collaboration with Good Word Brewing in please, 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 please Georgia. Don't side track. I let your I let your question happen. Yeah. Anyway, so that was one of them. Like, if you want to come out, if you want to make a Earl Grey wheat beer with me, we'll fucking do that. If you want to come out and just fuck around with our whip beer, let's do that. If you want to fuck around the hells, we'll do that. That that's that's a standing invitation. But that was not what I was talking about. Okay. Um, <laughs> one was so I think you guys are weirdly positioned for a thing that's kind of obsessing me. So as we hit 10 years, we've had about five recipes that haven't changed in that decade. And all of them are decidedly bitter 
by today's palate. They, they mm-hmm. still sell exactly the same. Everybody likes them. But 10 years ago, beer was more bitter. And those beers are that. And I have no interest in changing them. But when I make new beers, I tend to stray away from that. As the lager brewer, which, let's face it, is designed by, is defined by how well you manage your bitterness in a bitter embracing part of the world. Has the last four years of Fluffernutter IPAs made anybody look, you know what I mean? Has anybody come into you with, can't we just back off the bitterness on pills or have you, you know, like not that you ever would, but has that that conversation happened? Yeah, Yeah. all this, that's the whole question. But you know what I mean? Like, not that you ever would, but has anybody even approached you like, well, it's striking people as more bitter than it used to. No, I don't think so. I've, I haven't gotten that comment. Um, it's, it's funny, actually, you mentioned bitterness because, uh, we do, there's this competition in Oregon, the Oregon beer awards. Um, and we just got like our results back and, um, my beer, heater Allen beard does not judge well. Um, of course not. There's no art in an false. art contest. Move false. on. False. <laughs> Wine enthusiast well, says otherwise, but yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, John, I want to know how, if it's, it, I was trying to make a point of like, I mean, there, I, and I judge beer. So it's like, you're tasting beer out of a tiny plastic glass, which is to me, not the best way to judge beer, but no, um, no. yeah. Uh, but we got our, I got the results back and um, our Hellas was deemed, it was, I think it made it to metal round, but it was deemed too bitter for style. <laughs> Um, and fuck you, Portland, (laughs) fuck you. It's like, and also it's like, we do our Hellas is like, I mean, a Hellas is a little bitter if you go to Germany. Um, and then also it's like our Hellas is, you know, we're in Portland. So a lot of our loggers are a touch bitter because the Portland palette does lean, I think a touch bitter. Uh Um, Absolutely. And so it was just kind of funny to, to get that. So it still exists in Portland. I think that um, least, there are a lot no, of people. Yeah. There are a lot of people that like the, you know, the kind of more sweeter, sweeter beers. Um, yeah. But and it's, I and think the palette is shifting. Yeah. There's, st- there still is definitely a palette for the bitter beers. Um, and Good. some, some IPAs that I've had recently, actually, I've been like standard IPAs in the Portland area. And I've been just like, this isn't as bitter as it used to be. <laughs> I want, I like, I like IPAs that are bitter. Like that, that is me. And <laughs> but well, Lisa, could, go, going off I, of the current trend, have you just thought about calling your Hellas cold? <laughs> I don't get it. It's it's oh, meta on a couple of different levels, but I'll I'll tell you about it in the next. All right, tell me about it. Later. Be great. But anyway, what I what I can tell you, the only hope I can give you for that is by sticking to the guns and not adapting the recipe, as everyone around us has backed off bitter on their double IPA that started back in the day. There's this great moment in every local guy's thing where they're like, "I forgot how much I like this beer," and you're like, "Okay, cool, he's back to normal." You know what I mean? So so there's hope there and it, it happens. And that's why we stick by our guns on it. And I still make a lot of less bitter beers. But I guess what I was saying is all the new recipes I write tend to stray away from, you know, anything north of 40, 50 IBUs. And even in my own palate, I understand why those are 
much more fun to play with aromatically. You know what I mean? So I was yeah. just wondering what you were seeing out there. And then my, my last question before we finally get to beer two <laughs> is have you and beer sought Ashley, like in my mind, I'm sure I have a very narrow focus, but in my mind, like I said, Heater Allen and Beerstadt gave me liberties the rest of the brewing industry didn't give me. Have you guys fucked around yet? Is there hope for that? Can I make that happen? What? Tell me about that. We we have. You we are have, the worst we, influence. You are you are like you are the <laughs> devil on both shoulders. Why? Because of how drunk you'll get if I make this happen. Yes. All right. Well, go fuck yourself. It'll be amazing. Oh, that. <laughs> It'll be amazing. We, we definitely like have. CBC is in Colorado coming up. We could definitely get Lisa there now. Have <laughs> some great kegs in fucking September. <laughs> All right. Well, come we have, come to the Camp Rauk beer event. But yeah, it's gonna be great. We have we have talked. Uh, yeah, we have talked about it numerous times. Um, something might be in the works. Uh, cool. But Ashley, yeah, Ashley's a good friend of mine. So. Um, yeah, we've it's, definitely talked about it. We've drank lots of lagers and IPAs and all sorts of beers together. So um, it's one of those you never play in your own backyard. Too easy, yeah. so you don't do it. Yeah, no, I think I think part of it was um, it's just one of those things. I think we talked about it because I actually didn't. I knew Ashley, but didn't really get to know her until um, we hung out. Kind of. Uh, a lot at this um, lager festival that was in Charlotte in August of 2019, which just so you guys know, is a terrible time to go to Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but even, even, even the coldest of Hellas isn't, uh, <laughs> isn't enough for, you know, that, that hot Southern humidity. Good right. Lord. Yeah. Well, let's, let's get on. Cause now, now I've diverged this too much, but, but here's, here's the only thing <laughs> I'm going to say out loud. <laughs> I'm going to put yeah. it into the cosmos it's that about, that's, that's about, about 12 weeks from now, which we've all agreed is a sweet spot for beautiful lager. We're all going to be in Colorado. And if you guys want to melt the consciousness of craft <laughs> brewers conference, the two of you should make 60 barrels of something that's only available in a glass. That would be fucking delightful. Anyway, anyway all right. I'll text Ashley after I get off the podcast. Yeah. So, say, and, and please don't say Augie said, because she's going to say Augie's an idiot. Nobody yes. should do what Augie says. Well, you could say Justin Kennedy. Said. No, you could probably drop name drop me and I'd be fine. No, I, she does. She thinks the same of me, of you as me. No, you were there that day. No. Anyway. Anyway. No. All right. So let's talk about beer two. Uh, beer two is in the black glass. So what I love it. Love, love, love it. I yes. think it's definitely going to give me warm glow in my cheeks. Here's my thing. And it happened a long time ago, but now that everybody's had it, when I first nosed it, uh, I'm bringing your, your wine history in here, Lisa. When I first <laughs> nosed it, there was a crazy, like almost beefy umami thing that I expected to get on the palate that wasn't there. It's clearly a naturally carbonated thing because when I pop, it's a bottle, thieves. It's a small yeah, it's bottle, a twelve ounce or. Yeah. But when I popped the top, there was that appropriate amount of gleeful foam that yeah. just oh, yeah. right, crept right up. So it's clearly bottle conditioned, whatever it is. Beautiful but carbonation, <laughs> gorgeous, and it feels great in your mouth. But so on the nose, I was like, man, that's beefy. What is that going to be? 
But on the palate, it's all candy sugar. It's all you yeah. know, clear liquid sugar. So it's clearly somebody's Belgian something, you know, traditional Belgian single, if you will. But the meatiness in the nose is what keeps drawing me back to it and why I can't stop drinking it. And the sugar is making it way too easy to just pound because I suspect <laughs> it's pretty strong. Yeah, the it's it's the sugar in there. It's that Belgian candy sugar kind of thing that I just like. I'm I'm loving and can't uh, uh, I can't get enough of. And and sweet is not necessarily something that I gravitate towards in beer. But there is this. It, it it's it's this like. It's not sugary dessert sweet. It's just like earthy but it, fun. But, sweet. but it is kind of sugary and dessert sweet, but with that I, that from, weird yeah. that weird meaty umami yeast. Like it keeps, it's only sugary dessert sweet mid palate, and then it lands on that that yeast, the yeah. thing I can't define in the nose. It's just like, you know, it's almost like overcooked lobster stock or something. There's just something so rich in the finish that it's yeah. like, what about that sugar I was just tasting? But like it, it, I I don't know. It, it's just it's got a lot of fun things going on. And there's something oh, I that like is, drinking this beer. No, I do too. There's something very traditional about it. Like there's something that like, yeah, like feels like it has, I, I don't know. There, there's something in the back of my brain where I'm like, you know what this is, but I, 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 you know, and, but the sugar is kind of throwing me off a little bit, but also drawing me in more and more. Like, this is one of those ones where it's tough doing this on this show right now because i really want to like sit and give yeah. this like my full attention <laughs> for a little bit but did you please... ever did wait wait did you yeah. ever go to volta in new york the all belgian and fries like six belgian taps and french fries that's all they had it's it's by nyu <laughs> no but it's by way so basically and they had like delirium tremens tap they had you know duvel and they had all the right glassware and they only served proper belgian french fries and six taps a night. And there were a whole bunch of like Lambic bottles, but they weren't the ones I loved. So every time I'd walk in there, I'd be like, I'm going to drink one of each of the six taps and then I'm going home with delirium <laughs> tremens at the end. That was a good choice. But like nine out of 10 times, something in spot three or four would taste like this. And I'd never make it past. You know what I mean? I'd be like, you know what? Give me another one of those. Is this green glass, do you think? I can't see because Justin actually did his job. No, no I know. I I'm just saying it's green glass. But there, there's what, something... whatever hop is in there is preserved. So it's got to be brown, right? Yeah. The, yeah. Right, Lisa, you I go. Think, I mean, well, I was going to say, I think that, um, I mean, it's obviously a Belgian style. And I, I, I'm gearing that it's not American would be my guess. I hope yeah. I, if, if it is, it's somebody who, if it's like, American, I go visit, if it's and... American, it's Allagash or, yeah. of, you know, that group, if this is, because American, we don't, I just, I just think it's, yeah, a lot of breweries, most breweries, I would say, don't make this high quality of Belgian style. No. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's delicious. It's really nice. I really like it. And I think I, um, I mean, I can, I can cheat a little bit because I can see my glass and it is not, it is not green. So, okay. um, but I don't think it tastes like it to me. It doesn't have that green glass kind of skunkiness. There, no, 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 no. I wasn't saying skunkiness, but there there's sort of like that. Some of those Belgian or European farmhouse kind of things have 
I, I, I shouldn't have meant, I, I shouldn't have said green glass in like in the skunky <laughs> way, but there, there's something about like a rusticness about it. Like where yeah. if this came in a green glass, like I'd be like, cool. Like that makes sense to me because it's more rustic and weedy and country loaf bread with spice. And it, it's the sugar yeah. that's throwing me off. But like, there's, there's something about this that's very much like, if I saw this in a green glass, I'd be like, oh yeah, like I want to drink this. Okay, so yeah, yeah that, that, that I, yeah. I didn't mean skunky. No, um, but here, here's my only problem with what you're saying. Okay. It, it feels super clean ferment to me. And yes. the green glass inclination is that, you know, that you've done something you want to evolve and get a little more dirty and a little more weird. Like this I, feels I, to me like it's, you know, like, like somebody did everything you do to make sure your beer is always this. You know okay. what I mean? Yes. I, except for, you know, there, there's a rusticness to it that makes me think of old world. Yeah. There's uh, definitely some yeah. clove on the, on the tongue. All right. Anyway, I, I think we've it. talked enough about it. I, well, where would we drink it? I would drink this with the most perfect grilled cheeseburger. There's just something that's going to go so well with fat in this beer. Okay. And that, that's what I want. Lisa, where would you drink this? I'm, I mean, I'm like stuck on the Belgian style fries. <laughs> yeah, like frites. Yeah, yeah, if I could take about... if I could take it to Volderoui right now and they had this, you'd be like, oh man, why isn't every bar this bar? With but... some mayo, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They had sauces, they had sauce options. They had like the mayo, and they'd be like, Would you like some Indian curry mayo? Would no. you like yeah, you would, dude. No, yeah, you would. Oh, don't don't talk too fast. <laughs> um, no, this is this is one of those lines. All right, I'm open to my bottle because I'm like, sick of talking yeah, about it. I want to know what fine. It's... So this oh, is uh, yeah. this is Cezanne oh, yeah. de, de Pont. No, but it's their four A, their organic beer that's seven and a half percent. What? Fuck. Uh, Told you. What? But it's funny, John, there's the bigger bottle. They have a 750 version of this that comes in green glass. The small bottle that you guys have is brown glass. Yeah, this is a brown glass bottle. Yeah. Huh. What's funny is this doesn't taste like the 4A I know, but I don't think I've had 4A in eight years. I don't think I've ever had this before in my life. That's why oh, I used to drink a lot of this. Yeah, I definitely have not had it. Yeah. I used to drink a lot of this. Yeah, it's harder for us over here on the west coast to find. Well, you're so far from Belgium. Try to get I a know. Jersey to find, beer to find European beers <laughs> in general. Yeah. So it's so it's saison de pomp, but a hundred percent organic ingredients. Yeah, but remember like, when that was a thing? Remember when that was a thing in the mid aughts? Yeah, didn't the all those breweries in Vermont go out of business? <laughs> well, you you're the guy I would ask. Uh, yes, they did. That was rhetorical. Um, yeah. From the brewers of Cezanne de Pont. Cool, man. Nice. Hey, Justin. Yeah. Uh, the beers. Yeah, most you really of them, killed it today. Yeah, this, yeah. This, Except John tri tripped on that alt beer. Well, <laughs> it, just, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. I liked it. I liked it. Was not great. I liked it. Anyway. All right. All right. So, do we have a letter? Or can I keep talking to Lisa? Uh, you can keep talking to Lisa. We can save this for later. Great. No, I'll read the letter. Somebody might ask her a better question than I'm going to. It's not a question for her, though. It's kind of a question for us. So, oh, We'll read it. it. No, All read right. it. Read it. Read it. Greg read it. A. We asked for letters. We got to read them when they come. Greg A. says, 
Hey, hey Greg A. Greg A. Greg Allman. Greg Allman. Uh, That'd be amazing if he listened to this show and he's like number one fan. <laughs> do, 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 do. Does, does he give us Patreon <laughs> money? That's the only way to be number one oh. fan. That's true. All right. Anyway, read the damn. Reggae, write us back. I've been trying to read it. You guys keep interrupting me. This was Cass. So he says. Usually Augie. He says, "Yeah." Occasionally, occasionally I've been known to. You're the motherfucker who put a seven percent Belgian in the last spot. This ain't on us. All right. Now it's Lisa's turn to interrupt. (laughs) Lisa's too polite. Damn it. Hey, Justin. That's not how you address me, Greg. Yeah, it's hey, not man. it. Hey, Justin, my man, <laughs> Kennedy. Justin. Uh, he says, I've been listening to the show for a long time now. Um, and I'm a New Sorry Jersey about native. that. I'm a New Jersey native. <laughs> and I have to ask why we haven't had Kane, Cape May, or even my local favorite, Tonewood, on the po- podcast. Uh, anyway, love this show. Cheers to everyone, Greg. I, I can answer the fantastic questions. I can answer the cane part. So a couple years ago, Augie and I were at Big Beers, Belgians, and Barley Wines, um, and I pissed <laughs> off Michael Caine. I said to Michael Caine, "You should make a a malt liquor and call it Mickey Caine's Jersey Lightning." No, Mike, he, Mickey Caine's <laughs> White Lightning. No, Jersey Lightning is what I said. Okay, and right. he didn't think that was funny. We suggest. Produced- wait, 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 wait. The two, <laughs> the two of us really drunk suggested it should go in a sixty-four ounce plastic bottle. Oh yeah, no, it was and have Mike's that was picture it. on it. It should be yes. Mickey Caine's Jersey Lightning. Yes. <laughs> And Mike didn't think that was funny, and we all got off the shuttle bus never to speak of it again, except like on the show or whenever uh, Augie and I are together. Um, until the, like wait, three weeks ago. Hold on one second. Yeah, let me tell this part, please. Yeah. <laughs> three weeks ago, Michael Kane put out a whatever they're called. What are they called? Malt liquor. Malt liquor. And he didn't name it. Yeah. So I saw this on somebody's that's Instagram how I don't feed. get the, that's how I don't get the royalty check. I said this to, I saw this on somebody's Instagram feed and I sent it right to John. I was like gleefully, you what were, would you, you were. hey hey John, what would you call this beer? <laughs> so that's why Mike Kane doesn't come on the show, is because um he doesn't want to have to pay me royalties for his uh, for Mickey Kane's Jersey Lightning. Jersey Lightning. Yeah. Um Anyway, and, and who is Tonewood? So Cape May, <clears throat> no, I was going to say Cape, Tonewood's another brewery down in South Jersey. Dude. We yeah, should so probably this, have on. This guy sounds Good like guys. he's down in South Jersey. Um, I know we're all in Jersey, but Cape May is two and a half hours from here, man. It's it's significantly farther than Philly. So it's not that they've you know it's not that we've never talked about it. It's they never came up to meet us when the invitation was there and shit fell by the wayside. Cause now we can get people like Lisa Allen on, Yeah, you know, when, when we were in that, just to be clear, when we were in that bar in New York and it was just, Hey, can you get to this bar and hang out with us? We got a lot of no's. There's a lot um, of no's. And that's fine. I get it. But you know, why would Kate may want to drive five hours around trip to have one beer with me and John now, now that we're on the phone, maybe we should readdress it. I'm not saying we won't talk about it, but now we can get people like Lisa Allen on. So sorry, Kate yeah. May. I've wanted to talk to Lisa Allen about making pills yeah. for 10 fucking years. Kate May, yeah. I can just call. They're my friends. Although, in, in <laughs> fairness, I'd love Mike Kane to come on and talk about malt liquor. Yes. It's, yeah, if it's we time. can make that happen, Justin. Justin, Justin, it's time to add value. 
I would be happy to I want, uh, call, call Mike Kane. I've got his, but tell, his number. But tell him, right. tell him but he's when only him, allowed, though, tell him to, he's only allowed to talk about all the decisions that went into making Mickey Kane's Jersey Lightning and not it's, labeling it's a 45 it. 45-minute show with no tastings. It's just 45 minutes. Just, just how, how did you write your recipe? What was your hop choice? Selection? And, Justin, and Justin, it has to be the second show of the day. I think you guys, no, you guys do, you should do a tasting, but it should be all malt liquors. Yes. Yeah, so oh, Lisa, Alan, right. hang I on take, a second. I take, it, minute, I take it, I take it all back. I take it all back. Fuck you, Lisa Allen. Lisa, Lisa Allen, Allen, we've had one double and you've seen how this conversation has fallen apart. Lisa Allen, imagine what a malt liquor day fall would into be. the lager realm. And I wonder if that's the collaboration that you want to do with oh, Carson Brewing do in this. New Jersey. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. No, that's not it. Because you know I fucking will, but that is not what we should do. Um, all right. Anyway, that's It's awesome. got to be called and- like Carton Allen the Fourth or something. Like <laughs> it needs to have like a silver spoony upper crust kind of name to it. You, you so mean, so yeah, mean, so good. I'm excited. You know when you name your kid the fourth, it's because you're lazy and you couldn't think of a better name. It's Man, not because you're seventh, upper crust. All right, so like, are you the even, seventh? Is that I'm true? I'm the the middle names are different, so, but so I'm you the know lazy Irish John Hall. Yes, so you know lazy Irish. We just we're like, hey, it was good enough for your dad. It's good enough for you. Moving on, hundred percent. Um, all right, so Lisa, Allen, thank you for spending time with us, Lisa. It was very cool to talk to you. When John let you talk, sorry about that. Um. <laughs> uh, what else do we need to close up? So Tavor, you, you seriously, if you got if the thieves, and I'm sure some thieves are Tavor people because we got our barley wine set. Get yeah. on there and wine Tavor up. Be like, couldn't I get Heater Allen on this? Like, where's the fucking? I thought that was on here. Give him some shit, man. Make him sell some beer. Um. <laughs> otherwise, somehow, Poor Lisa. let's let's just yeah. do the checklist. Let's do the checklist here. So. Hall, you're going to talk to Allworth and get us the smoked hells. Yes. Um, <laughs> Allworth, Allworth is my mule. So, yeah. Uh, Allworth is everybody's mule, man. Um, so that's good. We've done that. We checked that box. Lisa, we'll figure out what we're brewing down the road. Justin's first, calling Michael Kane. First, <laughs> first, first, get with Ashley and figure that one out, because I'd much yeah, rather yeah. drink that than anything you're going to make with me. Maybe Ashley and um, I will make them all liquor. No! No! <laughs> fuck! Jesus, fuck. John Hall, you are everything wrong with beer. Hey, Lisa. Why Lisa. would you put that in her head? Hey, Lisa, could 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 you smoke it? <laughs> oh, yes. Smoke small liquor. Perfect. Love it's it. Hard, it, it's hard to drag, but worth it. Um, anyway. <laughs> Dominant. You guys, this show, this show is, we're, we're not helping here. Hey, Brian Cass. We're part of the problem right now. Um, well, we should, we should talk about, besides Savor, guys, you should go, if you're on the West Coast or get to the West Coast, you should definitely seek at least Pilsner out. We should probably check all the rest of these out. Yes. What else do we need to hit for Lisa? Where can they find Heater Allen yeah. Beer? And where can they find Lisa on the internet? Yeah, that's true. Uh- yeah, so I mean, small company, but um, Instagram and Twitter handles are both at Heater Allen Beer, um, and I I manage those. So <laughs> if you're talking to if you're talking to someone on Instagram, you're talking to me um, nice. via the Heater Allen. Um, I my personal account is Lisa Loves Loggers, um, and I I do have a private account, but I will. I allow most people to follow me as long as they're not bots, uh, which gotcha. is 
Oh, that's like <laughs> the Augie card. A lot of people. Augie's a bot. Yeah. It, that's I, why I, I actually I was getting, yeah, I was getting too many of those, which is why I made my, made my uh, account private. Um, it's, it's weird. Yeah. And then in, to find our beer, um, we're at, um, most of the typical places I would say in Portland, uh, you know, like your Belmont station, beer mongers, all those bottle shops, Love Belmont. Um, and a lot of the like specialty grocery stores we self-distribute. So we're not at like the big guys, but out here, new seasons, whole foods, zoo pans. Um, and then, yeah, and at same with like Seattle, pretty standard bottle shops. Uh, we self-distribute to Seattle as well. Um, so and a lot of those places are actually listed on our website if people are curious as well. Uh, for California, we use Lime Ventures um, and they're pretty good. At, I always point people to them if they're trying to find it in California and they're really good at, about getting back to people. So um, they've been really great to work with. And uh, yeah, but you can find find the beer from you know San Francisco down, down to San Diego. So yeah. Well, that's awesome. that's all good news. Anyway, we appreciate your time. Uh, yeah, thank you. I was going to say Kennedy, but Cass, Yo. if they want to do the right thing and throw us two, five, ten, twenty dollars on Patreon, how do they fucking do that, man? Patreon.com slash steal this beer. As I always say, those dollars go a long way. We appreciate you all for giving them to us so we can get everybody beers, you know, it makes the show that much better. Yeah, it was wicked cool, cool but at least I actually had the same beers we had today. Good job. Yeah, so how, I much, can't believe- how, how much of the Patreon money are we spending on your weed these days? <laughs> none, none. I'm thankful to say none. Um, well, <laughs> legally, legally. Well, follow uh, it does not go to my weed habit, everybody. <laughs> Follow us on all social medias at Steal This Beer and see what we're drinking on Untapped. Uh, you know, sometimes we put pictures if guys send them to me. Thank you, Justin. Today, it, it, in and, all uh, seriousness, yeah. uh, Lisa, thanks and for there, doing this. Justin, thank you for picking some really good beers. Yeah. This is this Justin, is a really well Saturday. Done. Big shout out again to Beer Witch in Brooklyn, a brand new yeah. shop where I got these. And I actually, when I was there. I saw a Heater Allen Logston collaboration. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we did a traditional uh, Berliner Weiss with them. Um, Ooh, it's like awesome. adult lemonade. It's delicious. Um, and also, the goal was to make it so it was, um, you could have it by itself, but also if you wanted to, drink it with, you know, the traditional syrups that they serve yeah. it with in Germany. So oh, nice. We need more Woodruff syrup the, in our lives. She'll be the head brewer at um, Logston is, uh, you know, he's, he's a master at uh, fermentation with Brett and that sort of thing. So this is um, secondary ferment fermented with Brett. So, wow. Um, that's fantastic. Really cool. That do, cool. Do you, do you use, awesome. bo- do you use completely explosion proof bottles like real Berliner Weiss does? That's a, no, that's a reference to that's a reference to, to past shows. I'm sorry, I digress. Wow. Wow. Anyway, Just I this. really appreciate you being here, Justin. You really killed it this week. Thank you, Cass. I'm glad you're waiting to smoke weed till later. Um, <laughs> he didn't say that. He didn't say that. And anybody that wants to come down to my house and drink with Jesse, who's just getting here, let's do that. And sure, hey, y'all, oh, get wow. out from now when the show airs. I met you guys. Oh. Anyway, get out. I of feel here. bad for him. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers.